Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to season three of the Porsche Podcast. This is your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. You know I'm pulling up with my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard what my boy Bolo just said. This is the porch. Welcome. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we under. Bang. Let's do it, bro. Let's get it. How you feeling? I'm hype right hey, now, hey, boy. Hey, 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 this is a great moment right now. I'm just say God is good. That's all. You know, I'm always throwing God in. That's the first thing I talk about when we come up to the porch. But what's happening, y'all? Come on now. All the time, God is good, bro. Hey, I miss you, man. Season three, man. man. The people been asking, like, when y'all coming back, man? Are y'all done? What's back. going on? We back, man. We here, man, and we back, man. You see, I got my see, I got my hat on, see, man. You know, we had we was on vacation vibes. Coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it, man. So it, it's it's definitely a good a good feeling to just take a break sometime. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay yes. to you know unwind a little bit. You know, take some time away, and then obviously it makes this moment a little bit more magical. So yes. definitely good to be back on the porch, bro. How you how you been? I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. Just you know, been grinding. I'm gonna take the hat off now. <laughs> I made my point, um, but I'm good, man. I feel like it's been a lot. A lot has happened since like the end of season two, like in personal life and. In, the, in sports world and, and everything. But uh, overall, man, I'm doing good, man. Just staying busy and grinding. God been blessing me. So I'm good, man. How about you? Man, I've been I've been good, man. Just uh, like you said, just staying busy, bro, and coaching and working and running around with the kiddos and, you know, hanging out with the wife, just celebrated four years. Um, Ooh, I know. Congrats on break, that. During the break, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, clap it up for your boy. Yeah. Uh, Round of applause. Definitely a blessing. And, you know, got two beautiful children out of it, and um, you know, just making the most of you know the time. So, love good, that. bro. You know what I mean? Black love, man. Four years, man. So, hey, some people don't make it to one. So you got to. Man, we 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 gonna you know we gonna get kind of continue to increase this thing, man. We didn't. I don't know if it's like three or four years where like people like tend to like kind of switch gears. Yeah. You know I mean? But I think I think we I think we got over the hump though. You over the hump? Y'all good? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we good, bro. We good, bro. Shout we out to y'all, man. I love back, it, man. I appreciate it. We had we celebrated year uh year 2 way back in uh, May, went to Hawaii and everything, so hey, oh, yeah, you know, y'all did. We did, yeah. we did, so. Yeah, That's we damn we're going to have to take some, man. 5 year coming up next year, so we're going to have to do a big. You going to have to. Red shirt senior year. I love it. <laughs> Talk about Rancher senior year, LA experience. Yeah, yeah, everything, man. But listen, we back, y'all. It's season three, episode one, and we cannot be more excited to to bring bring the heat back to you. And we had to start the, the season right, you know, the right way. Me and my boy Bolo, the core of the show, the foundation of the show. So, man, let's get it started. Let the people know what is our topic of the day for this episode, bro. I'm excited for this one. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. 
It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Man, so um, more of a sports topic here, but I think a lot of people are uh, catching notice and catching wind to what's been going on in the sports world with the NIL deals um, and how, you know, these young players coming from high school, transitioning to college, you know, 17 years old, you know, uh, can make up to eight to $10 million. Right. So that's, that's a lot. So uh, the question is, question is this, um, you know, can these lucrative NIL deals be a detriment to player performances? Um, So what I mean by that is, you know, um, by them, you know, playing, playing day in and day out, right. Just kind of all day performance as far as practices and, you know, continuing to get better and, you know, actually performing and making plays in the game. Uh, you know, what, what do you, what you think about that, bro? Yeah, man. Um, it's interesting. I, I really think it, it, it depends. Right. And, and I don't, I hate being like on the fence with these type of questions, but I, I really believe it depends on the player depends on, on the, on the kid, right. Because everyone's at a different maturity level. There's some people who can handle money and, and know and, and maybe comes from money and money's not like a new thing to them. Then another side might be people who grew up just broke, never had anything. So getting this type of money, you know, even if it's just on, on the level of thousands of dollars, like not, not even the, the crazy million dollar deals that we've seen, sometimes that extra money could just uh, lead to immature decisions and, and not focusing on, on the sport and focusing more so on you know, finding ways to to attain more money, whether that's spending more time on social media, spending more time on, you know, your TikTok and and trying to brand yourself versus really, you know, watching film, studying the playbook, um, things, things of that nature, which ultimately could lead to, you know, a worse performance on the field, on the court, you know, or or, or what have you, or whatever, you know, whatever sport you play in. So um, I guess the question to answer the question directly, I would say yes, the NIL deals could be a detriment to player performance but overall i just believe it it depends on who that kid is yeah i i I agree um to a certain extent but i think it's like a lot of a lot of added pressure from the from the fact of like okay these kids before was playing for a scholarship just playing to play but i think now like when you throw money in it as well there's like another added pressure because like what Mm. if these kids don't perform right do they strip away deals like how does that you know, kind of play into, you know, these kids' psyche. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 so right. I, I just think, you know, throwing in another, you know, added factor of kids, you know, trying to perform, you, you're paying somebody who hasn't even stepped on a college football field yet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that that just kind of brings a whole nother, you know, type of, like, just anxiousness, I, I, I guess. And I guess everybody can play it different, but I just think it, it'll definitely pose a problem for these kids. Like, so like you're paying somebody $8 million, what if they red shirt then get hurt? And then, you know, so how does that work? Or, you know, right. the kid come in there, he sucks, you know, then how, you know, drops on a depth chart. How does that work? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just right. a lot of added, added stuff that I think can, can really pose as problems when these kids are actually trying to make plays and play um, when it's Friday and Saturday. That's a good point. So these, the example that, that you're using is more so like high school guys, seniors or whatever, who's committing to these schools and getting the NIL yeah. dollars up front. So staying in that lane um, and using that kind of as, as the foundation, as the example, I do agree with you on that, that I could see in some cases 
players would would get that money and it's so much added pressure that they feel like man like if i'm not performing well at at any moment it's gonna look horrible on me but on the flip side of that pressure makes diamonds bolo and some kids be like man they pay me eight million dollars just to pull up Imagine if I start balling out. Imagine if I become an all-conference player, an all-American player, you know, er- early on. I become a starter. You know, mm-hmm. we end up winning the championship, and I'm the leader of that team. I might I might double that, get $16 million, get $20 million. Who knows what the number, the number might be? So I, I also see in some cases how that money could actually motivate you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me, I ain't going to lie. A player like me, if I already got that, that's how money come out of Warren Central going to Ball State, I wouldn't have felt no added pressure. I would have felt like, I want more of that. So how do I get more? Perform well. So now mm-hmm. I'm about to really ball out. I'm about to really, I'm almost about to treat this like I'm I'm in the NFL because that's really the biggest difference. I mean, obviously the skill set, we, we get that. But the biggest right. difference between college and NFL is the NFL, they get paid literally to do this. Where in college, we get scholarships to do this. You know right. what I mean? So it's a little bit of a difference. Um, so, so if you're going to pay me, then I, hey, I'm about to really, really, I might, now this might be a better question. NIL deals might hurt me in more in the, in the classroom because now I'm not even thinking about that. I'm trying to think about how I'm going to get this bread. Yeah. So you about to ask something. Yeah. Someone in your mind. So what about this though? So like, just to your point, right. You getting paid in college. You thinking like, this is like the NFL, right? How do those players be, get coached though? You know That's what I'm good, saying? Yeah. Like, like you got, you got these coaches where I think they make pretty good money in college. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got these guys making 800, you know, obviously you got the Nick Saban's and right. you know, those, Dabo, those, Dabo those swing, yeah. and yeah, Dabo, those guys making, you know, $8 million a year. Right. But I mean, there's a kid in, in Tennessee, five-star quarterback that's going to Tennessee that they're offering 8 million as far as NIL deals. So yeah, you know what about what about that? That I just think it's a continuing to be like issues with it. Like I'm I, I'm a, I'm pro I'm like I'm pro like pay athletes, bro. But I just think it's 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 getting to a point where I think the money is going to overshadow you know these kids making plays and, and playing. But let me ask you this though: I, I can flip the question. Ask you this: How does NFL coaches coach NFL players? It's the same way. Like at the end of the day, you, you got to perform. You want to continue to make money. If you want to continue to to have to. the opportunity, you want to continue to build the brand. They even whether it's high school, college, NFL, whatever, in order for the reason you got clout is because you play well on that field or that court or whatever point blank period. So if that stops, if you stop being coachable, you stop playing well, the coach takes you out the game because you're you're not focused, you don't know the plays, whatever that harms you as an individual. So you better learn how to be coached because remember, you can't keep the main thing, the main thing. The reason you're getting paid is because how you perform at this sport, you know, so I just don't think, and let's be real, Bolo. Yeah. NIL is new, but players getting paid ain't new. <laughs> players been getting hummers and, and, and they mama's rent been getting paid and been getting paid hundred thousand dollar deals, you know, probably even more than that. And those players still got coached. It just, it wasn't technically allowed. You know what I mean? So it was right, low key. Right. It was under the table, but it, we all know what was going on. So it ain't, it ain't really, it ain't really anything new. It's just now, they could put the money like they could be public with it. So, you know, what I mean, I don't think it's too much, you know, big of a difference. But no, I mean, I, I agree, though. I mean, that's just some thoughts that I'm, that's playing through my mind, bro, as yeah. I'm I'm hearing these different, uh, you know, kids coming out of school, you know, getting these potential eight, ten million dollar deals. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm, I definitely I'm definitely glad they are starting to recognize it and pay these players because, you know, that industry is 
you know, rolling in dough. So they got so much money to to spare, man. So right, right. I'm man. with it. I'm with it. Now for sure, man. We definitely want to hear from the, from our fans, our viewers, though. You know, whether it's on Absolutely. Instagram, dropping the comments if we post this clip, or YouTube, Apple, wherever you streaming this from, we definitely want to hear y'all opinion on, on this take, man. Uh, you know, do you think that nil money is going to hurt or even help? You know, th- these athletes, man. Let us know for sure. Um, but moving on to another sports topic, man. You know, I know we don't talk a lot of NBA on this podcast, but sometimes there's certain news that's so big that you got to bring it up. So uh, unless you've been living under a tunnel, uh, Kevin Durant, Brooklyn Nets star, uh, requested a trade uh, what last week from the mm-hmm. Nets, and the sports world has went crazy. Um, you know, it seemed like there's interest from, like, every team out there. You, you hear – you hear some crazy rumors. You hear about trades that could put LeBron and KD on the same squad or KD back, you know, in Golden State, et cetera. But what I want to dive into is, is a more of a broader question that's bigger than just this specific situation. Uh, because I feel like KD has been getting a lot of backlash from a lot of people, you know, calling him soft, you know, calling him a cupcake. You know, they used to call him that when he first went to Golden State um, for leaving a situation and going to a to a, a team that's already you know pretty good already, right? So let me ask you this, man. We're both former athletes, so like as an athlete, should you be looked down upon for wanting to play alongside like other great players? You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, I feel like, and and, and I'll start it off because I, I remember back in high school at Warren, we were we were like top ten in the country my senior year. I had dogs around me, and wow. it was fun. Like, I loved it because like. I love being on top because I could I could talk crazy uh, to other teams. I could go into every week feeling like the highest level, the utmost co- level of confidence. Um, I know that if, if I'm down one game, I know my, my boy next to me got my back. People behind me got my back. And it made the game so much so much more fun. Ball State, our first two years, uh, or my first two years, uh, you know, at Ball State, 2012-2013 season, we were, we were one of the best teams in the league. We had dogs all across the field. And it made it that much better. So, like, as an athlete, like, again, I get it. I'm very competitive. So, I, I understand people saying, like, okay, listen, you you can't just – KD, you can't just keep leaving and joining a team that's already pre-made and almost, you know, ready to win a championship right now. I get what you're saying. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, as an athlete, I, I love winning and I love playing alongside great players. So, I kind of understand why, you know, uh, a KD or whoever would want to, you know, do that as well. So, but what do you think? Man, you know what? It's uh, I, I think it's a generational thing. Um, and it, I kind of took a different spin to it, bro. It's like, okay, you know, you think about the millennials, right? Millennials, you know, as far as the workforce, right? They're they're not as loyal to like one company, like they bouncing around to different companies, maybe two two years here, four years here. Like they they don't feel like they have to stick around for a company for thirty years to see something through. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like our parents, right? You know, they've been they've been in their jobs for a long time because they just loyal. They're getting something, they stick with it. But then millennials, they just want to continue to explore. Right. So I feel like that that kind of trans transitions over to like the NBA and where KD's mind is right now. He's not like a Michael Jordan where, you know, Michael Jordan felt loyalty in that team and, and wanted to stick around. KD, he, he's trying to explore. You know what I'm saying? So why not, you know, transition and play with some other players who I think good to you know, ultimately win a championship. You know what I mean? I think he, I think he cold, you know what I'm saying? I just hate how the media always spin and kind of downplay his success based upon, you know, his, his thought process of like going to another team. Cause I'm like, if you putting up points and your stats is good, your stats is good. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's, hey, bro, that's, that's, that's my a, opinion. 
that's a great take. Like I, I, I did not, uh, I didn't think of it that way. You thought of it outside of sports, just on some life, life type type vibes, yeah, how millennials bro. think. Yeah. It's like you are right, man. Like we're very, you know, I, I think you you've said this before previous episodes, like we're like the microwave, microwave generation, like Facts. you know, short attention spans, like it's kind of hard for us to just stay still. He want it now. We want it now. We want it now. You want to win. You know what I mean? And you want it. You want it the most efficient way. Where our yeah. parents' generation is like, "Hey, we gonna grind it out thirty we years. Go through the trenches. We gonna <laughs> step get a pension. Step. You know what I mean? Our generation, we like, man, how can I get to that million as quickly and as easily as possible? Possible. Oh, pick up and move. Oh, you need me to move to New York. Oh, All right, move to New York from Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like, easy, easy enough. Like. Man, that's a good point. And you, you know, just you know, you also said like Katie just wants probably just wants a new experience, which you know what? Like, why not? Like, why not see like okay, I wonder how it is how is it to live in Miami and play play with this style. Okay, how it is to go play in Golden State and play in that style or, or go to Phoenix and what wherever it is, it's like he's in a position where your your NBA career is only X amount, you know, of years long. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that's all you got. And, w- and when it's over, it's over. So you might as well, man, do what you want and like live with the backlash and, and you know, and go from there. So that's a good point, bro. That I never really thought about now on the flip side. And I kind of brought this up a little bit as well as a competitor. Right. I definitely understand the side of like, man, you got to, you know, because, you know, you're going through a hard time. You got to You got to stick it out. You got to stick it out. You know, you, you still have a good team. You still got yeah. Kyrie there, you know. You still got Ben Simmons there. You got some. You got some pieces around you. You you know your contract isn't. You haven't fulfilled your contract yet. Yeah. Stick it out. See what happens. See what happens with you, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie Irving all, all on the floor together. Um. And like the example, like I, I, you know, I always try to try to look at it, it's like okay. Obviously, everybody know I'm a big Kobe fan. R.I.P. to Kobe. Like, imagine if Kobe would have like left. And joined the San Antonio Spurs like d- during during those dominant twenty years that the Spurs was good. He joined the Spurs with Tim Duncan and Ginobili and Tony Parker. It would have been like, all right, bro. Like it's like I feel you, but it's like it's almost like unfair now because you have a team that's already championship made, championship ready, and now you as the best player in the game just joined that already made squad. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I do see that side. Or, like, in high school, it, it would be like, um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think, like, LC, like LC, you know, let's say LC and, and Dub C for our Indiana listeners are, are the top schools in the in the state right now by far. And, and let's say the one piece that Warren is missing is a quarterback or whatever, and LC has this amazing quarterback, and he just leaves and goes to Warren. And it's, it, it's like, okay, cool. From a personal standpoint, but from a competitive standpoint, it's like, ah, I don't know if I like that. How you feel, though? Man, <laughs> do that shit. <laughs> Win, bro. Win, bro. Ain't no tomorrow. Ain't no got. We don't have time, bro. KD is at a point where his, his time is ticking now. Like, mm-hmm. that man is in What is he in his 30s, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah early. Yeah, he, about 34. He about mid 34, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he. He getting up there, man. And, you know, obviously, like to your point, too, I think we were talking to I forgot who we were talking to on an episode. How he was saying that um, KD was down like he was like, we ain't going to see KD ever again. Like, you know, he'd been getting hurt and stuff right. like that. And I think obviously I don't think that. But 
it's a possibility though. Like, you know, he, he's starting to get hurt more often, more frequently. Right. Um, you know, so I know that's playing through KD mind. So he's like, man, I need to win now. I don't know what this, what my future is going to hold. So that's true, it, bro. man. That's true. And you know what? 10 years from now, 20 years from now, let's say, let's say KD goes, he leaves and goes on and wins like two, three more championships. 20 years from now, we, when we look back at the all-time greats and we think about legacy, you know, sure, some of the old heads, which will be us at that time, yeah. might, you know, might be in the, in the barbershop saying this, well, he did this, he did that. But ultimately, his legacy is going to be much higher if he has four or five championships versus his two. So regardless of how he had to get them and how he had to get it done, he got it done. You know what That's I'm saying? So from a legacy play, you know what I'm saying? Go out there, win, and and be happy. You know what I'm saying? Be be happy ultimately. So if 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 Brooklyn ain't making you happy, get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, you Bro. know, I, I definitely can't complain, man. You know, I, I made my move when I had to make my move. And like you said, everybody make, you know, in the, in the regular job field, we, we've all done move from previous jobs. Let's be real. Right. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So who am I to say that, say that to him, man? So, and then let me, let me just say this to say this before we transition. I, okay. I feel like, I feel like people create, you know, mind squads, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, big three, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, what defines a champion? You got to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got to go out there and win. So for, for me, like, you know, when, when LeBron James and, you know, KD and all these players want to join different teams, you still got to win. Cause we've seen a lot of teams where we thought they were like, Oh my gosh, like we, they put together a great team and shit, shit can't, and nothing come from it. You know what I'm saying? So that can easily be one of these teams, but these teams is out here going out and winning though. Like, you know, it's, you still got to go out here and put the work in. So that's I mean, a good point. There, there are no guarantees in sports. Ain't no guarantees in nothing. I don't care what your squad so is. Many, so many crazy ass teams that didn't do anything. Yeah, what the hell? That's a good point, man. Hundred percent, man. Katie, do what you want. If you listen in right now, hey, man, do, do what you thing, want, man. Katie. We got your hey. back. <laughs> hey, it's too many variables over there, man, in Brooklyn, bro. Too many variables going on. We don't know what's going on with Ben. We don't know how Kyrie coming. We don't know what's going on, y'all. So go ahead, man. Take your chance, bro. Yeah, man. Take control of your career, man. Nah, I love it. I love it. So now, listen, you know, you, you know, listen, we, we talk basketball. We got to talk a little basketball, but you know we're going to talk some NFL. You know man. it. That's our sport. Ooh. Well, hold on. See, look, I'm about to ask you what's your favorite anthem, though. You got the NBC, you got the Fox Sports, you got the Ooh. Ooh. I think it's the Sunday, it's the Sunday, Sunday night, night America in football. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. American I, football. How did it come on? It'd be the girl uh coming on Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, she's going crazy. No, nah, I love crazy. it. I love it, man. So let's talk some NFL, man. Obviously, NFL season's right around the corner. Teams are about to start camping like a couple weeks. Um, so hey, obviously it's, it's preseason, but we're gonna have a little fun here. Let's list our top five Super Bowl contending teams. Ooh. Top five Super Bowl contending teams preseason. Y'all gonna be mad at me. Ooh, I'm gonna start it off, but I'm gonna start it off, man. And now you know, I'm gonna let you know why I got my list the way it's lined up. Then I'm gonna throw it to you. So right, coming man. in at number five, I got the Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. I think they shocked the world, surprised a lot of teams. Joe Burrow, man, you know, he has that it factor. You know what I'm saying? He has that thing that just, like, you can't fully describe. He just makes plays when when you need him to make plays. He knows how to win. He's a good leader, has the intangibles. Obviously, man, I mean, you know, those wide receivers, man, the skill position is crazy, Um, you know, everywhere. The only weakness I feel like they really had 
um, was at the offensive line. And I know they made some moves this offseason. I think they got uh, Lyle Collins from the Dallas Cowboys coming in at tackle, uh, made some, some draft picks as well. So the O-line will be better. And they still got those dogs coming back at the skill position. Jamar Chase, obviously, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, that running back. I mean, they got some dogs, man. So I got the Bengals coming in at number five. Coming in at number four, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Listen, man, I think a lot of people sleeping on the Ravens because last season, it wasn't that high. You know, they were last in the AFC North, if I'm not not mistaken. I think they were like eight, nine, missed the playoffs. But remember, right before the season started, the Ravens, man, they got hit with the injury bug. I'm talking about every Marcus Peters went down. Marlon Humphrey ended ended up going down later in the season. All their running backs went down. And then finally, like mid-season, Lamar actually went down. So it was just like, man, like everything that could go go wrong for the Ravens went wrong. I believe they're going to come in here motivated. They heard all the off-season talk. They're going to be healthier this year. Uh, Lamar is going to come in motivated. And I think, man, they're going to be a team that you're going to have to watch uh, 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 come this year, man. Number three, Buffalo Bills. Now, Mm. I I feel like I could have had the Bills a little higher. Um, mm-hmm. But listen, man, the Bills, man, they're arguably the most talented team um, in the league. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. The guy's amazing. Uh, he's a dog. Like He's a true football player. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got a quarterback, yeah. you know, but then you got a football player. Like Josh Allen, he's a guy who could have played outside linebacker, I think. He could have played maybe a little DN if he had to. He's a guy who's tough, can run the ball um, with the best of them, can throw it uh, 60, 70 yards in the air. Obviously, man, you got Diggs, their receiver. They got the, the defense is solid. Mm. And last year, I mean, the, 13 seconds left, you know, that, that crazy game, right? We we thought they were about to go to the Super Bowl and it makes it a big game and, and, you know, ended up losing. But I just really think the next step for the Bills is uh, Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I heard that's the next step for them in their process. So, number two, I got the Buccaneers, man. Look, Tom Brady's returning. He shocked the world with the retirement. And he shot us again with, with the comeback. And I always say, man, I am not betting against Tom Brady. They're going to come back healthier. They still got a squad. Mike Evans and them boys over there, strong defense. And this is this is officially Brady's last season. We all know that coming in. So I know he's trying to go out with a bang. So got to put them at number two. And number one, the L.A. Rams. They won it last year, Bolo. They brought pretty much everybody back that really matters. They brought on Bobby Wagner. Hall of Fame middle linebacker to the squad. They got Allen Robinson. That's your boy from Chicago at receiver to go alongside Cooper Cup, who broke all the major receiver records last uh, last season. And obviously Matthew Stafford, uh, a, a full season with the, with the team under his belt. He's going to be even better. They re-signed Aaron Donald to a mega deal. You got to put the rounds at number one, bro. Ooh. <laughs> I, love I love it. I love it. It's funny, though. We on the same page, though. We got kind of like the same type of uh, football flavor. Um, okay. I, I, I did have a few of those in, in my five as well. But I, I will say um, before I go that I did have the Rams as my number six. So if I was to go with somebody, the Rams would be my number six. So that's your number one. So we can talk about that a little later. But at number five, okay, I'll give you guys a rundown on, on my end. Um, I got to go with the Bears, man. Y'all think I'm tripping. Oh, man. I'm going to go with the Bears. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I can't leave my, leave my organization out, all right? We got Justin Fields, all right? This guy's going into his second year where he knows he has to do something now, okay? Um, you know, he coming off a, a, a first-year campaign where he did not look the greatest, didn't really feel comfortable in the offense, 
in a pocket, even as a QB in the NFL, um, I, w- I would say he was running for his life all year. Um, I just think with a new head coach, with a, just a new philosophy, them building around him, um, they will be good. Um, they did pick up Pringle. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know about him. He played for the Kansas City Chiefs last year. Pretty good receiver. They got Mooney back there um, at receiver. And then, obviously, they got that one-two punch um, in the running back Montgomery, too, who's going to tote that thing. So, um I definitely think the offensive power would will, will pick up and, um, you know, they can compete in the NFC with, with pretty much anybody when they want to. I think that's just the culture of Chicago and the Bears is they, they can come out and play. So um, defensively, obviously, you know, we lost Khalil Mack and, um, you know, Hicks. Um, but, I um, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I think that's that's probably the biggest thing. I think we'll put up a lot of points this year. Um, obviously, we got Eddie Jackson in the back. Um, we got we got a couple of decent, decent fields and we're going back to a four three. So who knows, man? I think that's what the Bears rely on. And consistently, like historically, we're good in the four three. So, man, it's the sky's the limit. So I will see them right. um, in the NFC. So uh, moving forward, um, just like you said as well, um, I got the Bucks, man. The thing the thing, like you said, you just can't bet against Tom Brady. Um, I know everybody remember that that uh, that game against the Rams. Um, Darnell's number one where they was beating Tom's ass, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean? He he fought through and look at the end of the game, it, it came down to a few seconds is, you know, what would have been a determining factor of the game if Whitfield didn't look back at the quarterback and let uh, Cooper Cup run right down the middle of the field, bro. We probably wouldn't even be, be saying this right now. This this dude, Tom Brady, probably be retired and um, another champion. So. I mean, he's That's football to, for you, though, man. He's, football. he's coming. To, he's coming back to to get what's his. So um, I firmly do b- believe that. Um, but I don't know how 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 the organizational look, seeing that Bruce Arians took a hit off his move, too. So um, I know Tom Brady pretty much run the show up there. So they probably may not sk- skip a beat. So but my number three. OK, um, my number three, man, um, this is going uh, pretty similar to you, um, but. Before I get there, I'm sticking in the NFC, man. I'm talking about the New Orleans Saints. Ooh, with Jameis? With Jameis. Okay, so mind you, before he got hurt last year, they went five and two. All right. True. Pretty good quarterback. Um, I think he understands. I feel like he's comfortable in this offense, and I feel like he's at a point where now he recognized who he was is is not him. You know what I'm saying? So I think we'll see. We'll see a pretty good, pretty good Jameis Winston, Winston, seeing if he's healthy. Right. right. Um, they picked up Jarvis Landry. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jeez. Thomas didn't Michael Thomas didn't didn't play that much last year. He's coming back. Obviously, Alvin Kamara, who who can forget just a one-two punch like that guy right. who can play, you know. What I mean, out wide playing the backfield, do do whatever. Um, and then you know, defensively, come on now, they just acquired the honey badger. All right, you talking about savviness, you talking about experience, skill, you know what I mean. They got Lattimore on the corner right there. I, I think they, Cam Jordan, Cam Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So I think they on all levels on both sides of the ball um, can compete with probably just about anybody. Um, and they they bring some experience to the to the table, too. So um, look out for them. And then obviously coming in at number two, got the Buffalo Bills. Um, same point, um, you know, to your point, do you know that, uh, you know, they was they was just a couple of plays away, um, you know, acquiring Von Miller. You know, that definitely was a was a, a big piece to the defensive side of things, too. And obviously, who who can stop this dude, Josh Allen, at this point, man? Like running the ball, throwing the ball. Um, I seen some younger guys even step up, too, at the receiver. Um, you know, obviously, they got that fine. And then they had I think they had two all pro safeties last year, too. So, yeah, um, they, they they've been they've been killing it. Um, but coming in to number one, 
Um, we're gonna stick with LA. Um, but I'm gonna go with the LA Chargers. Ooh, I'm gonna go with the LA Chargers. Here's why. All right, Justin, I mean uh Mr. Herbert. Okay. Um, Jay Herbo. J A J J Herbo. Hey, I expect him to have probably one of the best seasons as quarterbacks this year. Um, strongest arm um in, in the league, I believe. Um, he's and he's just getting started. I think he is starting to get comfortable um with being an NFL quarterback. Um, relationships are building. Um, can't forget my guy, um, Kay Allen out there out okay. wide, who's gonna be making plays for him. And then obviously they're gonna be they're gonna be on the field a lot because the defensive side, man, you know, who's gonna stop Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa? Oh you know what I'm saying? God. I mean, that's just and that's just talking about the 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 D line, you know what I'm saying? They got, you know, um, they acquired Ashante uh Samuels Jr. Jr. Yeah. Uh who's gonna be a baller. Um Duran James, baller. Um, and then they had another corner, I believe. Ah, oh, what's that guy's name? Uh I can't remember his name, but uh his name, JC Jackson. Oh, JC Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's an all-pro, all-pro corner. So, man, just in all phases, bro, they they gonna be dangerous. Obviously, the AFC is is very competitive. So um, you know, obviously you gotta put up points in the AFC, but I don't know, bro. Woo, hey, that caught me off guard because listen, I'm a Chargers, I'm a Chargers fan. Like I love Jay Herbo. I think he I think he's he has the potential to to be the best quarterback in the league. I'm not gonna give it to him yet because he still has to win more and stuff like that. But from a yeah. talent standpoint, that man's a monster. You know, I went and saw him yeah. play last year in person. I mean, a guy's every bit of 6'5, 240 with a rocket launcher in his arm. Mm-hmm. Um, but number one, man, I didn't think I, I would have him in number one, man. But before I go to that, we got to rewind, though, man. We got to rewind. Okay, here we go. You ain't got the Rams, the reigning cha- Super Bowl champions in your top five. Explain I yourself. I don't. I mean, I, I think I think they're gonna. I think they'll 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 be good. Um, I think they'll they'll win games. Um, they will be a, a team to, to fear, but. Um, I just don't think they, they get it done. I don't think Matthew Stafford can get it done. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm not putting I'm not putting everything on Matthew Stafford, but I just think they they got they got to they got to the dance and they won the dance. But they, they, there are a few games where it, it could have went it could have went the other way. So um, I just I just don't think luck will be on their side this year. That's just all I'm saying. But I think they're a great team, though. I hear you. It sound like okay. you, you're just not a believer in, in Matthew Stafford, which I, I'm cool with that because there was a lot of games. I can say a lot. There was a handful of games like, where he was mm, like, uh, tighten up now, step up. What are we doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but he has a great defense. He has he the best he defensive he player does. in the league in Aaron Donald. Then he has arguably the best corner or at least top five corner in, in the league in Jalen Ramsey coming in healthy, has sh- shoulder surgery this offseason. Um, they got some monsters on that end. So that's what really saves, saved them last year. And I think we'll continue to save them this year. There's nothing that's happened in this offseason that would make me just completely just think the Rams are going to just tank. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they, they, they if anything, they're going to be better. They added pieces, bro. They added Bobby Wagner. Think about that. They they have they have a top five player in, in, in their position pretty much at each level of the defense. Like that's crazy. You got Jalen Ramsey, you got Bobby well, Wagner, at six, though, you got so. Aaron Donald. You got him at six. First, I had him at six, but, which means that, like, at, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, but what listen, saying? though, like, listen. The problem is, bro. Listen, if you had like, 
if you had like I don't know, let's say the coach or something number five, I you know, I oh give my pass. Gosh, you got the Chicago here, Bears at number here, five bro, because there is no sign that's showing them as Super Bowl contender. Make the playoffs. It's it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's my sign, bro. It's 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 a it's a Chicago thing, bro. You you wouldn't understand it. I'm trying to tell you that these dudes can make plays, bro, and they can get out of the NFC. My man, that went home for the holiday, y'all. Got some barbecue, <laughs> got some Harold's chicken. He's just feeling like Chicago is going to win. The, 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 the Bulls going to win in basketball. The Bears going to win in the NFL. Oh, no, I ain't the Blackhawks going to win. Like, he think all the Chicago team about to just win magically. The White Sox nice, though. The White Sox are nice. I give you that. But the Bears ain't ready yet, player. And I like Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is going to be a beast. He's very talented. But they got a strong defense. Like, they're a, respect, a, a respectful team. Like, you got to go in each week and be like, all right, like, the Bears ain't going to just give it to us now. I think it's gonna be better, but like to say, soup like Super Bowl, top five Super Bowl contender. I'm saying, bro, I'm saying what I'm saying, bro, and I'm sticking to bro, it. Bro, a gun in your head, bro. Bears, I don't bro. think you believe in that, bro. The, 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 bear, believe- the Bears, bro, are always, bro, a couple plays away, bro, in all these games that they play, bro. And then it's just a ripple effect, and it's a snowball effect, and the shit just gets bigger and bigger, bro. I'm telling you, each year, bro. Don't no matter who's in the head office, bro. Who's the quarterback, whatever. It's always that situation, bro. I'm bro, listen, you. hold on, bro. You don't believe for real that the Chicago Bears are better than Indianapolis coach. You don't believe that for real. You don't believe because I had the coach at number six for me. Because I, I, do, I do believe that. I, and I'm surprised you didn't have him in your in your top five. But I I would have I would have had definitely the coach in my top ten. I had him at five at first, and then I thought about uh who, who do I think about? I I thought about some some team I like crazily left. I can't remember. I can't remember it was the bill. It was someone I had forgot. And I was like, oh shoot, I got to put them in the top five. So I had to be real. Even as a fan, had to be real and I had to put my coats down at number six. But again, I wouldn't be surprised that they make top five because again, me and you, you was in agreement with me last last season. We was like, hey, the coach man might be dangerous again to the playoffs. And then at the end of the season, Carson Wentz laid an egg multiple times and ultimately wasn't the leader that we needed. And the coach lost. We now got Matt Ryan, a former Pro Bowler, guy who been to the Super Bowl before. We still got that strong defense, best running back in the league. We got like I, they got everything you need, and they're in the AFC South. The Texans is trash. The Jags are well, better. Gonna be decent. The Jags yeah. gonna be decent. I can't hate on the Jags. They have a lot of great young talent, and they always give us hard time. The Titans gonna be better with Derrick Henry coming back, but we don't know how how he's gonna come back. You know, what I mean, he's getting older. He's a big back. He got injured. I don't know. I don't trust it's Ryan Tannehill. I'm not a big fan of Ryan Tannehill. So I'm saying the coach got a chance to win the AFC South, make the playoffs, and make a run. That's, that's that's more realistic than Chicago Bears, who's in what the NFC North with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Y'all not gonna be in front of them. We know that. Done. Aaron Rodgers and them are gonna lay an egg this year. You gonna see, bro. I feel like you praying right now. I feel like you praying, but we gonna nah, see. Bro. We gonna I'm just see. I tell you, bro. The Vikings ain't on shit. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Cousins solid. He's solid though. You gotta respect him. Adam Thielen and, and Justin Jefferson. Come on now. They got some people. They got, they got, they got. Cook, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, they all great players, bro. All great players. Detroit Lions. I, I, I give you that. That's the one we agree on. Like, they pretty, they pretty bad. They pretty bad. Come on, bro. So we'll, we'll see. see, man. We'll see, man. We'll see, but you got an interesting bro. list, though, bro. You got the Saints on there. Had the um, Saints, bro. And of, of, of every team on here, bro, I think everybody did kind of like probably could – Assume that you know the Bills, Bucks, maybe right, even the right, Chargers, right. but the Saints, I think, is definitely a sleeper. When I wrote it down, I'm like, people probably aren't going to think about the Saints because I think they are 
in the NFC, I mean, I think they can win. And I, and I think, uh, you know, with Honey Badger, bro, Jarvis Landry, just that that whole culture that is it's going to be just something that 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 everybody just going to feel, bro. Like, I just think it's going to be that leadership and shit going to change everything down there. It's going to be crazy. I wouldn't be mad, man. Like, I'm a fan of Jameis. I know he can he can make, you know, poor decisions at times on the field. And, he, you know, he can throw. Yeah, I think he's growing up, though. I think he's growing up, man. And because from a talent standpoint, remember, this is a former number one overall pick. The man can make any throw on the field, has a huge arm, can move a little bit when necessary. Um, like you said, before he got hurt, he started off five and two. You know, they still got all those weapons around him. So, I mean, yeah, man, I, I do think, you know, the Saints are going to be a, a, a really good team for sure. Um, it's just going to come down to, you know, come down to, to I think, to Jameis' maturity level and see how how well he'll ultimately play. Because we know in, in football, man, it, it, a lot of time it comes down to, to quarterback play. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They got the defense. They got the running back. They got the weapons. It's going to come down to how well – uh, can Jameis perform? And the only problem with them is that they're in the NFC South and they got Tom Brady over there in the Bucks. Yeah. That's the only thing that's like, ah, it's a little tough. But, hey, man, I, I don't hate that pick. And I, and I don't hate the Chargers. I don't like the Chargers at number one, but I don't mind them being in the top five because they have a ton of talent, bro. Like, yeah. it's yeah, crazy. I think, man, <laughs> man that, that pass rush, bro. You got these corners, like, I mean, they're going to have to run the ball up the middle of the field, bro. I don't know what they're going to do. Bro, I, for, I forgot they had Khalil until you brought it back up. I'm like, they got Khalil and Jay Bosa over there. Come on, bro. On on two on separate sides, though. You and they, from both and, and they inside guys ain't horrible. You know, like, they got some cats there, too. So, like, man, they're going to be, whoo, that's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. That pass rush is going to be silly. So man, you're you right, man. It's, it's crazy to think that, that as great as Justin Herbert has been these, these first two seasons, that they haven't made the playoffs yet. It's crazy to like to think that, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think that you know the, the uh AFC is very competitive though, man. If if they was on the other side of uh the coin in the NFC, bro, they but not only the AFC, he's in the AFC West, and we ain't even really yeah. talked about maybe we say this for another show, but that might be that's to me, that's the, the toughest conference in the league right now. You got the Chargers. With Justin Herbert, you now got the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson, yes, Russell Wilson. who we did, who we who we ain't, we ain't talked about. Here. Like, yeah, I mean that's the Chiefs is going. I mean, I know they lost Tyree, but you still got Mahomes and Kelsey. And then they and, picked up what? Uh, Juju Schuster. Yep, Juju's gonna be solid. And then who am I missing? Who, who I said the uh, I said the Chiefs, uh, the Raiders, the Chargers. Uh, uh, I'm missing somebody important. Uh, they're the Raiders. The Raiders. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Is, 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 is Waller coming back? Waller coming back. Waller coming back. So, yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Like, tight. You got four top level QBs all, all in the same division. So, we're going to see, man. We're going to be some good games, see. man. It's going to be some real good games. I'm really excited about the season. I cannot wait, bro. I cannot wait, man. So, but let's, let's pivot here, man. Um, Back to another topic, uh, kind of centered around around athletes, um, but this one's more so about social media, right? So, um, my question, I you know, I've, I've been thinking about this a little bit more uh, lately, Bolo. Um, social media, right? Like everyone has their opinion about it. If it's good for you, if it's bad for you, you know, whatever, whatever. But I want to specifically tie it to athletes. Like, do you think social media is bad for today's athletes? But and I, I want to specifically tone it into. Uh, Younger at like high school, college athletes, not not necessarily the pro athletes, but the, the younger athletes. What's your opinion on that? Uh, I would say yes, 
um, I think it, it definitely um, hurts the athletes, bro, because um, I just think people that you see on just like a filter, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you can always paint an image of something to make it look better than what it really is. So, you know, people are always posting wins. People are trying to post, you know, what they wear and the swag and everything like that. And now it becomes more than just going out there and play foot playing football. Like people working out and they they videotaping it just so other people can see them doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, they thinking they they just talking, talking crap or, or whatever, like just not focused on the game. Like I think a lot of the stuff with social media takes you away from the game. You know what I'm saying? And even with, with the younger guys, bro, it's just hard for them to, to stay focused because, you know, they trying to be something that they not like focus on what you can focus on, control what you can control. Like you not you not these these pro athletes like you can't do what right, they right. do. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's social media is is definitely messing these kids up, bro. Man, you know what? So I'll answer the question first and then I'll kind of go into my spiel. So, yes, I do think social media um, has kind of become bad for young athletes. And and the only reason I say it was tough to even really pick a side on this because I'm always like I'm always seeing both sides of everything. Right. Um, But like so I saw a video the other day and I thought it was funny. But When I sat back and and really thought, I'm like, man, this is crazy. So I saw a video. I don't know if you saw below of a. A, a player, a football player, a linebacker, I believe. He went on, he was on Instagram live and during a game, like on the field, Instagram live, phone like in his hand, and he went and made a tackle while he's on Instagram live with his phone <laughs> on his hand. Now oh, it's shit. funny, it's impressive. I give you all that, but it, it goes back to like, man, like we're so focused on making like this this content. And we're, let's be real, we're regardless of age anybody on social media we're, we're, we're all kind of victims of it to an extent even us as the porch podcast we want to make good content we want our clips to go viral we want the numbers to go crazy we so we're all victims of it to some degree Fast. but it's, it's a time and a place i think for everything and when i saw that i'm like listen it's funny don't get me wrong but like I, i'm t- trying to put myself back as a as a player i, I look at my team and like what the the hell are you doing bro put the phone i'm trying to win the game like like, like, what? Phone like out? What's the, what what is important right now like you know what i'm saying like like what for me bro it's like one thing that i used to get on our kids about is like you lose a game you know you get your ass whooped in the game and then you go in and post a picture mm. of like some crazy some crazy shit like are you playing football to just get a flick like get flicks and take pictures to make it look good or are you out there actually trying to play and win games you know what i'm saying right right sometimes Certain people, I'd be like, damn, like, what are you doing it? What are you, what are you doing this for? Like, do you love the game? You know, or are you just doing it, you know, so people can see that you that you do it, if that makes sense. Right. For the clout, for you know, for, for the cool. Yeah, bro, all that. Right. Yeah, all that. Like, so, you know, I just think, you know, anyway, social media, you know, obviously it's a good communicator. You can see good things, you know, yeah. people can, you know, see good things, learn things from it too. But I think at the same time, man, with, with social media, it just it's always a false image though. Like, you know. Yeah. You know, people, you know, overcompensate for stuff and, you know, just be, be who you are and focus on what you need to focus on instead of, you know, thinking about who looking at you and wanting people to, you know, be all up in, in your business. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Like, like ultimately, I'm a, I'm a fan of social media, ultimately, in the bigger picture. Yeah, I just yeah, think yeah, that yeah. for like the like high school guys, you know, and girls or whatever, like 
it's just a mature maturity level maturity that level. you're just yeah. not at yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, for example, I saw another clip. Um, it was a seven on seven. This was recently a guy, a quarterback, he covered his face up like blindfolded himself right before the, the, the ball snapped and like threw the ball. Oh, I've seen that. Blindfolded. Seen that. And luckily the receiver caught it one hand and whatever, and, you know, they're having fun. So like, I'm not trying to be like, come off as like that old guy. Like, ah, but at the end of the day, what is a blindfold? Like, how is that helping you as a quarterback? Like, what is that how doing? How you get better from that? How you're not? You're just so his intent. Well, again, why are you doing it? What's your why? His intentions were sure he's trying to you know be cocky and flex. I get it, but then at the end of the day, you know that's going that's you getting recorded. You know it's going to be a, a clip if, if it works right. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it comes down to like what's your why, and but bigger than that is like timing when the social media is affecting the actual gameplay. That's yeah, when I right. think exactly it's exactly. a problem. Now, yeah. yeah, if it's after practice and y'all y'all doing a dance, a dance, a TikTok, or whatever, oh, be a, be a kid, have fun. Yeah, Come on, be let's be real, Bolo. If we were in high school, we'll be on our social we's gonna media be like a mug, yeah. and, and we was on social media. It, it just social media was wasn't to this point yet. You know, yeah. we we had Facebook, we had Twitter. I think we, we I think we had Insta, maybe Instagram. I can't remember Instagram when Instagram was dropped. Real, real, real. It was straight early. pictures, though. It yeah, was like pictures. Like, here, like yeah. <laughs> you know, so we wasn't really. It, it was different. It wasn't a lot to do. But I, I'll be real. I'm 17, 16, 18 years old. I'm I mean, in high school. Yeah. We all would be on, on it. You know what I'm saying? Doing so. I'm not like coming down on, on the kids at all. I'm just saying like understand the timing of when to get on there, when to use it. Um, how to use it as a tool, you know what right. I'm saying? You right. made a good point, Bolo. Like, you know, social media is a lot of it's fake, it's phony. So, you know, even even outside of some of the examples I'm using from a standpoint of like uh mental health, right? And comparing yourself to stuff that you see and thinking thinking you gotta I be a certain way to fit in. Yeah. Right. right. It ain't even real. <laughs> it's not real. And you know, you're trying to please people who don't give two shits about you. I mean, but that's a whole nother conversation, though, Porch. We'll talk about that later. But I'm telling y'all, man, it's real social media thing, man, is it, it can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. But like you said, it's a maturity thing, even for adults. Like it's, it's about how you use it and how you use it um, is the biggest thing. So not for sure. And you as a, as a high school, you know, football coach, like I, I can only imagine that, like how you know how much you have to probably deal with that, you know, beyond just the coaching side, just, you know, worrying about. Players doing this, having their phones crazy out, stuff, or just like I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, just kind of just <laughs> social media etiquette, like you know. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind. Like, I, I for a couple of my players follow me. I follow a couple of my players, so yeah. I, I, I be seeing what they, what they do, and you know, all that, all that stuff. I mean, I don't care. But, yeah. You know, they young kids, but you know, sometimes you gotta talk about social media etiquette so they can be smart. Sometimes they don't know what they don't know. Right, right, right. Don't do, kids be listening. Don't do something. Today is gonna mess you up tomorrow on social media. These jobs, they look on Twitter, they look on Facebook, they, they look at that stuff now. So don't post nothing crazy that you're gonna regret two years from now. Five coaches, shoot, coaches look at it from college coaches. All, so like all of it. Don't and, mess, don't and mess shit up. Go viral so easy now. Like something easily hit the hit the airwaves and then just get shared. Boom, 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 boom. And next, you know, you got two, three, four million views, and you know, you everywhere. Everywhere, man. So yeah, kids, man, be smart, have fun. We ain't trying to sound like the old dudes on on, on the porch. That's and, a little you know game, though. It's a little wisdom, though. A little, a little wisdom. Heads. Been there, done that, experienced it. So all yeah, of it. Man. 
All of it, man. All of it. All the way around, right back. No, just kidding. They're going to keep it going. <laughs> all right, man. So, all right, let's transition to our last segment of the show. We're doing something a little different here. We're going to try out something different. Y'all let us know how y'all like it, man. Let us know in the comments. Uh, DM was on IG. Let us know if y'all like this or not. So we got a um a new segment called What Would You Do? So basically, it's uh, in a nutshell, we're going to have random scenarios, life scenarios that Bolo and I will, will read out to you guys and me and Bolo will respond on what we would do in that scenario. So I'm going to read out this first one. Bolo, I'm going to have you respond and, and then I'll get my two cents after, after that and we will see what happens. So imagine this, it's your, it's your anniversary. So you decide to take your wife out on a romantic night. You guys, you walk around the city, you know, you exchange gifts, you have a nice dinner, etc. The love is in the air towards the end of the night. As you're leaving the restaurant and handing back to your car, professional boxer, and heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, walks up to your girl and says, I love to have a piece of you. Your wife responds with, don't you ever disrespect me like that again, or I'll have my husband fight you. Tyson Fury then smiles, blows a kiss at your wife, and says, I dare him to make a move. Bolo, what would you do? Man, look, look, look. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Look, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna never steer no, no wrongs, man. I will never steer no wrongs, and I ain't gonna never break, break down from no fight. But look, buddy, like all a seven foot, three hundred something pounds, bro, knocking people the fuck out, like just haymakers. All right, so you gotta think twice with that. Um, right. My reach versus his, his reach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you just got to be be humble and, and understand what you understand. So um, take that yeah, L. I'll to, yeah, I'll have to grab something to, to try to try to hit him hit him with. But uh, I don't know if we're gonna have to go shoot the hands. I don't know, man. I don't Dang, know. I feel, you know what, man? I was thinking about look, this. Look, look, I, go, can, I can go ahead and play the tough role and, and be like, I'm a yeah, I'm on that with him, whatever. But come on now, we know what's up. Right, right. I ten. You know what, bro? You know, I think I had to fake it, fake it. Like, ain't no fake it till I make it. Just fake it, cause I ain't gonna make it. So, in that situation, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I might go up to him and do a lot of talking and this and that. And you better not ever do this again. Don't disrespect. Don't do- <laughs> but you know what? He ain't gonna hit me first. He can't because them hands are licensed. Facts. That is so. If fact. I don't swing on him, he that can't swing on me savvy. first. Savvy. Come on now, I'm smart with it. Smart. That's very. So I'm gonna smart. talk crazy to him. I'm gonna try to bully him with the words. I'm talking flaming with the words. Big ball head looking like I'm talking. I'm going, I'm going at Tyson crazy. And then I'm gonna grab my wife, like, hey, no, come on, baby. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna I'm spare, I'm gonna I'm spare his ass this <laughs> I'm time. I'm gonna spare huh? him this time, but let it happen again, Tyson. Let it happen again. I'm on you. So that's what I'm gonna do, man. I'm gonna fake it, but I ain't gonna make it. Because I sure ain't trying to swing. I ain't gonna swing. That'd be your last swing, Bolo. Swing, he gonna it ain't only gonna be it ain't only be a combo. He's gonna hit you one time with the mm, if you sw- yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the sound effect is gonna make when he hit you? Right <laughs> smooth in your face. The thing about it, bro, like we can't even reach his face, probably. I'm five eleven. Bro, the reach is dumb. Like he down there seven foot. Like he dunking on and, and if we do hit him, he he got he got chin. Like my, my guy Deontay Wilder couldn't knock him out. He knocked him down, but couldn't knock him out. If Wilder can't knock him I, out, I, I know I can't get, knock I him out. I wouldn't be able to get to his face, bro. I'd probably get to his fucking I, I get them ribs though. Hey, I, I think if I caught him off guard, 
a real good rib shot, if, if he's not flexing his core, I don't know. I like I I don't know, bro. I'll, huh? I'll have to pop his big ass, bro. <laughs> that's that's only if he that's only if he come after me, though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Right, right, right. Of course, of course. But 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 to answer your question, though, if he get on that with my wife, though, we just gonna call in assault. <laughs> we just gonna call it assault, bro. It's a rap, yeah. It's a rap. We calling the cops. We getting that oh, payday, God, bro. Get Baby, that. get in the court. I, I I'll handle this, sir. We gotta what did um... he say to you. <laughs> Listen, hey, but hey, last thing though, before we before we wrap up, you know, as soon as you and wife begin an argument, though, you can be like, you wasn't saying all that to Tyson when he was out there. That make you salty too. You mad? Start throwing something. Oh, like, I call his ass back. I right. tell his ass again. Bring him over here right now. Watch what I say to him. Turn into the hawk. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse a man when his pride get hit, boy. Man, just so. That's just so, man. But hey, man, that's hey, that's a wrap for episode one. Be sure, man, if you ain't already subscribing, I don't know what you've been doing, but subscribe to us. It's the Porch Podcast. We on Google Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast. We're out. We got our own YouTube channel, the Porch YouTube. Podcast, as well. Tune in so you can see the video. If you're more of a video person, IG, we're the Porch Podcast underscore. I mean, we everywhere, Bolo. We everywhere. We everywhere. Season three, baby. All right, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all, man. Remember, the best you is the best you, and we out. Peace. Peace. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put it work every day, we got it in. We chased all our dreams, and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.